the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have you ever wondered why after doing your very best as a parent, your kids often choose to go down the wrong path? (laughs) Well, don't be discouraged. God was the perfect parent and had the same problem with his children, Adam and Eve. Listening today as Pastor Rander explains this phenomena in this message, The Temptation and Fall of Man. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. For he is a liar and the father of it. It is his nature to lie to you. To lie to you. He's a smooth-faced, cool liar to bring about your physical and your spiritual demise. And he can dot up that lie and pretty up that lie so well that you bite into that lie to your own calamity and demise. Why does Satan lie to us? Number two, because Satan desires to get us to disobey the revealed word of God. His, his desire is to get us to, to disobey the revealed uh, word of God. In other words, Satan wants to, he wants you to believe his lie and not the truth of his book. Because he knows the truth disarms him. He knows that he can't fight the truth. And we can whoop the devil every time when we whip him with the truth of God's word. And apart from the word, we are spiritually impotent. That's why he can get you to stay away from Bible reading. Stay away from Bible study. Stay away from the church. Because he doesn't want you to know the truth. He wants you to be prone to believe a lie. Number three, why does Satan lie to us? Satan lies to entice us to place our own will above God and his will. In other words, he wants you to exalt your will above the will of God. Instead of having the attitude of John that says, I must decrease and he must what? Increase. And so he wants you to be in control of your life. He wants you to be in the driver's seat of your life. He wants you to have a head-on collision because you did not allow God to, to drive your life. Number four, uh, why does Satan lie to us? Satan uses lies to get us to usurp the authority of God so we can be our own God. Satan uses lies to get us to usurp the authority of God so that we can be our own God. Remember that passage? You, you will be like God. Remember that? You will be like God. You will be like God. And he got her, he got her to, to, to buy into that. Uh, number, number, number five, it is Satan's desire to lie to us that we would experience defeat, shame, guilt, embarrassment, and isolation. 
It is Satan's desire that we would experience defeat, shame, guilt, embarrassment, and isolation. Let me tell you something. When you believe Satan lied, you know what the results are? You end up in defeat. You end up beat up and beat down. You end up uh, making a fool at yourself, and Satan puts you to shame. Have Satan ever shamed you? Uh, have, have Satan, you ever been had by the devil, been duped, and then afterwards you felt guilty about it? That's God's uh, uh, Holy Spirit convicting your, com- your, 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 your conscience. Uh, has Satan ever embarrassed you? Satan is embarrassed. Have, 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 have Satan ever isolated you? Let me tell you something. I've messed up, and every time I got some doozes of some illustrations, but I'm not going to say it now because it's radio and television. You say, oh, I couldn't believe you did that. Well, I ain't going to say all that because you did things too. And uh, you tell me yours, and I'll tell you mine, okay? <laughs> but you know what? But once you do it, you feel shame. Man, I could have been so had by the devil. I knew better than that. God, you know, you're frustrated with yourself. You're embarrassed. You feel, you, you feel guilty. And, uh, and then you begin to isolate yourself. You know, when you pregnancy out of wedlock, a person end up in, incarcerated, a person have this happen and that happen, and then once people know about it, it's brought to light, then they uh, leave the church because they are ashamed and they isolate themselves uh, because you got so many people sitting in the judgment seat in the house of God. Excuse me, you who are without sin, you cast the first stone. That's right. This is a hospital. This, this is a place where people come and get healed. And we've all been delivered from something. Your sin may, be, may not be my sin, but my sin may not be your sin, but it's enough to send all of us to hell. And so I tell people, listen, all of us are trying to get it together with the help of the Holy Spirit. There's none righteous. No, not one. We welcome you here. Repent. Get right with God. Come back. Assimilate. Satan loves it when you leave the church because you isolate yourself from the word of God, from the house of God, from the people of God, and then Satan pounces on you because you have no inoculation, nothing to help you withstand the onslaught of demonic activities against your life. He loves it when you leave the church for in little whimsical reason. I'm through the church. I'm out of here. I'm this. I'm, and you leave. Satan says, good. And you play right into his hand and you're out there disconnected from the body of Christ. You're disconnected from your, your covering. You're disconnected from your accountability. And then Satan wipes you out and strips you clean. We are the body of Christ. We are to love one another. We are to bear one another's burden. And we are, to, we are our brother's keeper. And our, our goal is restoration, restoring people into a right relationship with Jesus Christ to the glory of almighty God. You see, so and then number six, uh, Satan lies to us. He lies to us because he wants to see us fall as he did and be eternally separated from God. You know, you know why he lies to you? Because he wants you to fall. He wants you to fail. He wants your children to fail. 
He wants your marriage to fail. He wants your finances to fail. Believe the lie so you can fail. Satan saying, my desire is to make a unholy fool out of you. He, Satan knows that he's separated from God. He knows he was kicked out of heaven. He, he, he knows his state. He says, I know my condition. My goal is to get you like me. I want to get you like me. I know where I'm going, but I, I want you to go there too. And Satan is a specialist in deceiving people into the pits of hell. Revelation 12, 9 says, so the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old. Serpent of old. The same serpent here in Genesis 3 is a reference to serpent of old. Let me tell you something. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The devil is a hope. He's he's an old devil. Thank you, God. I didn't say that in the first service. He's he's an old devil. You can't can't outsmart the devil. You can't outstrategize the devil. The devil is a supernatural being. Okay? He's a supernatural being. And you know what? He has been studying human behavior since Adam and Eve. You're not going to outsmart that devil. And so what I'm saying to you today, he's, he, he, he's the serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast to earth and his angels were cast out with him. When Satan fell, Lucifer fell from heaven, a third of, a, a third of heaven fell. A third of the angelic host fell. You say, well, how many of that? How many was that? We don't know. We don't know. All I can say it was a whole lot. Okay, one other section, and that's all you can take for today. I don't want to choke you. Every Christian needs to know that Satan's primary objective is to destroy the kingdom of God. He uses lies, misdirection, and temptation to accomplish this goal today and has done so since the dawn of time. Join us today as Pastor Rander continues to teach regarding this issue in this message, The Temptation and Fall of Man. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. Why does Satan tempt us? Why? We said, why does he lie to us? Now, why does Satan tempt us and then we'll be done? Why does he tempt you in the first place? Did he tempt Eve? Yes. Why does he tempt us? Number one, because we belong to God and we are his children. To get us to fall is an attack against God himself. Because you know what he wants to do? Every time one of God's children fall, that what Satan does, he, 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 he washes God's face with it. Look at that. See there? Look at that. There's another one. Boom. He wants, to, he wants to see pastors fall, husbands fall, fathers fall, children fall. Because because he knows that we are his children, we are God's offspring, and, to, and, and for us to successfully fail is, is an attack against God himself. Number two, because Satan hates us and desires to steal, kill, and destroy. That's why he tempts you, because he hates you. He hates you with a terrible hate. The devil is not your friend, so don't, pay, don't play in this camp. And he desires to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10.10 says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they 
may have it more abundantly. I got three things I want to say about John 10, 10. Satan seeks to steal. Steal what? He want to steal your peace. You can have a beautiful million dollar home. And if God is not reigning in that home, you don't have peace. You can steal it. You can be on a cruise and not have peace. You can be with Shamu at SeaWorld, Shamu at SeaWorld, and not have peace. You can be at the movies and not have peace. Be at the church and not have peace. Oh, he wants to steal your peace. You know what else he wants to steal? He wants to steal your joy. So much so that when other folks shout, you say, what they shouting and hollering about? The, the question is, why are you not glad? How come you can't say amen? Where's your joy? That's why I have to preach so hard. Some of y'all in here come with like, looking like you've been baptized in lemon juice. Where's your joy? Satan is a joy snatcher. Uh, what does he steal? He steals your freedom. You just allow yourself to be all t- entangled to the point that bitterness has imprisoned you. The inability to forgive has Im- imprisoned you. You become imprisoned by the spirit of jealousy, the spirit of greed. And Satan used all these things to steal your freedom. He uses other women, beautiful women, handsome men with nice biceps. Listen, don't you hook up with a man or woman because of their physique, their hairdo, their fine, their fineliness, biceps built up. Listen, my muscles may not go up here, but I want to make sure I'm spiritually fit in here. Huh? God told Samuel, don't you look at the outer appearance. It's not the way I look. And some of y'all can't away. Ooh, she cute. Want, um, it'd be better if you could say, ooh, she's holy. Huh? 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 Oh, cute. Listen, you might need to have... Listen, stop putting yourself, your, your criteria way up here as if you all that. Huh? Let go, you done pass some wonderful blessings by and you done bit into a bad apple because the other person didn't have a certain skin color. <laughs> they were too dark or too light. You know, they, they didn't. You know, you're all this worldly criteria, and he steals your freedom. You know what else? Satan, it says kill. Satan seeks to what? Kill. Multitude have died uh, because of yielding to t- t- temptation. Sexual transmitted diseases, gonorrhea, herpes, AIDS. And they make, it, make these little medicines and advertisements like they'll cure all. They all but that stuff, that stuff will kill you. It's painful. It keeps coming back. Drugs. Listen, drugs is, is the worst thing you can get on. Drugs will make you steal from your mama. That's right. Drugs will make you lie. Drugs will kill you. It make you go make you go kill somebody to get it. Drugs will make you hit a little old lady down the street, snatch a purse. Drugs. Alcohol will mess you up. And you die, liver messed up, brain messed up, you messed up, alcohol yourself to death. Chuckle up, chuckle up for breakfast. Get on the plane before it can take off. Chuckle up, chuckle up. So you go to sleep at night. You need a sedative. You need some kind of sedative. Chuckle up, chuckle up. 
your stomach hurting. You say, Paul say, take a little for your tummy. Say, chuckle up, chuckle up. And after a while, you're drunkard. Games, getting connected, trying to find your identity in the wrong places. And you get in those games to your own death. Gambling. Go all the way to Louisiana to, to catch a boat to go gamble. Get a weekend away Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and fly southwest to Vegas. Land at the airport and there are all the machines laid out. Then you go down the main street and you got all these lights flickering all over the place. They look like some of these hotels got lions in them and they have uniquely, they are uniquely architecturally designed. The so-called food that ain't cheap, supposed to be cheap, eating and you gambling yourself away. And you spend all that money to go to Vegas or go to Louisiana on a bus or go to Rotoma Park and won't even tithe to God who you de- whom you depend on for your very substance. You won't give to God and gamble God's resources away. And then you get excited because you win, but somebody else lost because you won. Somebody else is without a house because you won. Some child don't have a place to stay because daddy and mama was hooked. This stuff can come now on your iPads and all this stuff. It can come in your bedroom. Gambling is horrible. God didn't tell us to walk by chance. He told us to walk by faith. He said, you don't trust me. You don't trust no chance. And stop saying I'm lucky. Luck should not be in a Christian's vocabulary. Say you bless. Say you bless. I don't luck. Ain't no luck here. You bless. You bless. Oh, God. And then, see, he comes to destroy. What does he want to destroy? He wants to destroy your marriage. He wants to destroy your family. He wants to destroy Maranatha and all the churches that represent the name of Jesus. He wants to destroy God-ordained God institutions. Then number three, what does Satan, why, why does Satan tempt us? He desires for us to serve and worship him. Satan desires for us to what? Serve and worship him. Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 through 10, it says, Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Verse 10, Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. You know what Satan wants to do? He, he tempts you because he really wants you to worship him. And you know what she did? When Eve yielded to temptation, she worshiped the devil. Anytime God says don't, don't, and you do what God says don't do, you have exalted your will and Satan in a high place of your life. That's worshiping the devil. That's right. You worship him through uh, rebellion and disobedience and, 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 and being obstinate and, and callous. Yeah, you know, when, uh, so it, but you, you worship the devil. You, give, you exalt him when God says, don't touch, don't eat. 
and you go on anyhow. But when God says don't and you obey Christ, you obey him. And obedience is a form of worshiping the most high God. Then finally, but not the least, why does Satan tempt us? He knows his time is short and he desires to do as much damage as he can before he is cast into the lake of fire. He knows his time is short. Revelation 12, 12 says, therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitations of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he, look, underline that, because he knows that his time, he knows that he has a short time. You know why Satan's in a hurry? He's relentless because he doesn't have much time. He doesn't have much time. He knows his human history is wrapping up. And so he's relentless to wipe you out and to rake as many into the kingdom of darkness, into, the, into hell's fire as he possibly can. He knows that. And you know what? Uh, you, my friend, need to be as relentless to run to Jesus as Satan is in his attempt to keep you from Jesus. You, you got, did you hear what I just said? I mean, you ought to be relentless about that. He knows his time is short. I said the first service, Satan loves it when churches and people become so political with your positions that you get mad at each other because they don't share your position. Whether you're Democrat, Republican, Tea Party, Independent, all that, you'll be surprised how folk in the Lord's church in America, particularly, how people get so passionate and they get mad when you don't vote their convictions or vote their party line and they get disturbed. Look how quiet it's getting out. You know what? Thank you, Holy Ghost. You know what I wish to God? I wish people got as passionate about soul winning as they are their politics. We had neighborhood outreach out yesterday knocking on doors. How many of you went out and knocked on doors for Jesus? And if you couldn't make it, even if you had a legitimate reason, oh my goodness, I'm mad. I did not go knock on those doors. Man, I'm so upset. <laughs> Look how you're looking at me. <laughs> But oh, there are people underneath. They'll work those uh, texting and, and emailing and all these things to sway people because they want this candidate, they want that candidate. You know something? I will never promote a particular candidate from this pulpit. You know why? Because if I do and that candidate mess up, you say, Pastor Draper, you told me to vote for him and look what he did. You wash my face with it. If you get mad, look how quiet y'all getting. If you get mad at me, you will get mad because I just tell you the truth. That's right. We're not about politicizing anything. And I don't ever have to tell you how to vote because you, how many of y'all know y'all saved? Come on, let me, don't, if you know you're saved, we're going to give you an invitation in just a few minutes. <laughs> how many of you saved and you know, you know, you know you're saved and all the demons in hell can't make you doubt the validity of your salvation? That means you got the Holy Ghost in you and the Holy Ghost in you. If you listen to him and know what the issues are 
he will reveal to you how to vote. And you don't need anybody being God in your life. The Holy Ghost. I don't have to play God and tell you what to do and what not to do. That's right. You got God in you. You know the issues. You look at, the, you look at what they are in light of God's word. And you let the Holy Ghost lead you. I like that song that says, let the Holy Ghost lead you. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. Let the Holy Ghost lead you all the way, all the way from earth to heaven. Let the Holy Ghost lead you all the way. I don't have to be God in your life. I'm not promoting no candidates. You know why? Because they don't have the answer. Oh, y'all, y'all getting quiet. You know what? I know when y'all being messed with because y'all can't even say amen. You exalt any man, they will let you down. Any woman will let you down. My hope is fixed on Jesus. 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 Listen, our time is too short. Satan knows his time is short and he's making his move. I'm closing now. Satan knows his time is short and he's making his move. You ought to have sense enough to know your time is short too here on earth and you ought to be making steps toward God. You need to be crying out to God, what must I do to be saved? You need to be repenting on your knees saying, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, save me because your days are numbered. My days are numbered. Our time is short. And if you can look at the hourglass of your life and see just how short your time is, you'd hurry up and run here. Matter of fact, you've been saying, let me in before I can extend the invitation. Even Satan has enough sense to know he don't have much time. And y'all going to sit here and procrastinate somebody? Go sit here and assume they got time that they don't have. And you bust hell wide open. Satan making his move for the darkness, you ought to be making your move for the kingdom of God. And all God's children said. The Bible tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Pastor Randa reminds us that God hates sin and what his word tells us about sin. And because of his goodness, grace, and mercy, God forgives us when we sincerely repent and confess our sins. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.